Hi, I'm Nina Endurst. I'm Anna Tonk. Welcome to How to Be Human, a podcast that explores the common and often confusing themes of humanness. On this episode, Anna and I discuss failure. Take a seat, clear your mind, and let's chat. Hello. Hi. It's almost spring. So I'm hearing, and yet we had a lot of snow this weekend, or not a lot of snow. We ha- we had snow. <laughs> we had snow, and it just feels like a lot. But I every year I make a joke uh, around the the spring equinox, and I'm like, spring and other lies is almost always what my like Instagram <laughs> post is on the spring equinox. And I, it started one year when we had a major snowstorm on it. And so I, I'm like, we always, so I started Sister Spencer's um, Sap Rising, which is like a spring folk magic course last week. And she was talking a lot about that and about how spring is chaotic and like these seasons that are more kind of about like sort of taking us to places and like they're a bit more like the the ground where we're laying plant like how uncomfortable they are in so many ways and like she's like is it really any surprise that there's so much like partying and like all these rituals around celebrating spring (laughs) and it's like no as someone who's spent most of my life in the northeast or in northern climates like yeah i get why everyone was so horny for the sun and its return (laughs) they're like my favorite favorite word again yeah (laughs) it had been a minute i've taken a couple episodes you're right you're right you're you're right are you horny for failure (laughs) i am horny for failure actually i maybe yeah you know it's funny because this is something that comes up a lot for me with friends that they're in my family to be honest that everyone's just like why are you so cool with failure (laughs) because i'm like i don't believe in it so i'm so curious to hear what your thoughts are on it because i feel like I didn't realize how I felt was very different than other people. Like it's been moving through adulthood when everyone's like, oh, I'm just so scared of failure. And I'm like, it's a myth. And people are like, what? <laughs> you haven't heard? You haven't heard? <laughs> I mean, it's given me some insight if I did want to become a cult leader. Like I've clearly found some like that and like my lack of fear around death. Like are two things. Oh my people- God, I, I, that I'm just astounded by that but that's yeah. for another episode that's yeah, for another episode spent many years not knowing i was a fucking freak about these things <sighs> I, I thought of you the entire i'm obsessed with this new show you guys i can't stop myself well she, i had to stop because it's over now <laughs> nina was enriching her mind and spirit and i was like i don't get how you can't watch like spooky stuff but you can go for the emotionally devastating and she was like uh, i love an emotionally life. devastating that's my life. didn't you realize that when you were at my house and i was like want to watch the one about adoption the one oh where no lost that was when i learned i was like ah here is the line here is the line like i got it uh, interesting okay we can go there emotionally it's okay all right i find yeah. I mean, I think this stuff it, preferences are interesting to me but it's yeah well, you were enriching your mind and watching what's it 
Life after death. Life after death. I was busy watching Dating Naked, um, <laughs> a little a little show from 2014, because I thought I had made it up. And she's like, not afraid wait, of failure at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i was god. thinking about like could i do it like could i go absolutely not yeah i'm like could i do it and i'm like you know you're gonna be blurred like and i'm like no i don't care your do bits it. are out. also is anyone not like isn't anyone worried about infection or like they make th- these fucking people do like a, a teeter-totter together naked two adults on a seesaw <laughs> wood oh my god naked. stop <laughs> i will not get that picture out of my head this is this is not why we're here this is yeah, not why right. we're here <laughs> sorry i'm this episode on derailment brought to you by this is about naked oh no naked and afraid that's a different one that's a different Dating one naked. maybe Just... i'll expand into naked and afraid. God, what is wrong with people what is wrong with humans we're so fucking weird Uh, i yeah i think we failed at at humaning that's for sure (laughs) i don't believe in failure either although sometimes my behavior (laughs) suggests otherwise I like it how you said like allegedly or that's been told to you. No, I or, like it's an original thought, actually. <laughs> it's an original like, thought. So I've been told <laughs> by myself, my higher self. My higher self informs <laughs> me. So it made me laugh that the the definition for failure. I, it's funny, I had a feeling you and I were aligned about that because obviously with business stuff you know, we have to make a lot of those decisions that I think is about success versus failure, you know? So I was like, if we had a huge, like, gulf between what we believed, I have a feeling it would have come up. We've, we've, we've talked more, I feel like about what we define as success than what we define as failure, which I actually think is probably better for our natures. But the definition for failure is like, hilariously brief it's so brief so oxford languages has it for us failure now lack of success period (laughs) i don't know why but it's so funny and just like oh cool 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 an economic policy that is doomed to failure cool the omission of expected or required action their failure to comply with the basic rules yeah, it's pretty brief. Yeah, it's pretty brief. That is, I think. But what one... can you really say? We're going to find out, you know, but how can you really define it? That's really. But don't you feel like I hear a lot about fear of failure? People oh, yeah. are like so afraid of it. And I'm like, I think you're maybe afraid of what people think, which is a different fear, you know, like because. I mean, I guess it depends on how you fail. Like, I mean, I've said things of like, well, that was a failure. People are like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, it didn't succeed. Like, I guess like maybe for me, like what's unusual about how I approach failure is like, I don't take it personal or I don't think I personally failed. It's like that thing I did that was an extension of me 
didn't work or whatever. Like, I just mm. don't take it as personally. I think and my, I was talking about this with my mom because my mom was like, wow, I really have a fear of rejection. And I'm like, you sure do. She's like, I was so afraid about you getting rejected from art school. Like, I wanted to help you cheat on your home exam. Like, oh what God. was that about? And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm, I have the same question, mom. So glad that we're visiting this like oh, 22 years later. <laughs> like, it's, And I'm like, how is she never looked at this and she's like your brother and I were talking about how much we have a fear of failure and a fair fear of rejection and like you don't you know and I'm like I guess for I realized really young that I had to make myself like I always wanted to do things you know I just always wanted to do stuff like let's do this photo shoot like with friend like I just I think if you're creative it's like failure just goes hand in hand with that. So I just feel like you can't have a huge issue with it. Otherwise, mm. you'll just never do what you love. Like I saw embracing failure, I guess, as a means to an end to the stuff that I loved. So I was just like, well, whatever. I got to make my peace with it. I mean, you'd really have to as a creative person, as an adventurous person, as, you know, a human who wants to live outside of, I think, a controlled environment. There's so I hear I listen to people talk about it all the time and in sessions and it's whether it's in marriages or jobs or just, you know, having conversations. But I was actually having a session before this and someone was talking about, and she's incredibly educated and, you know, pretty mature in age. And she was saying how she gets really nervous around her boss and colleagues. And she sometimes, you know, drinks a little too much as I think a lot of people do in work environments because they get nervous. And I, and she's like, what is that? I'm like, I think, you know, a lot of it has to do with just the lack of flow. If you're flowing through life or a conversation or a moment and you're attached to failing or you're attached to doing it wrong, you're not going to be able to really be in whatever that is. So if you're painting something, worrying about every stroke at failing at the bigger canvas in front of you, you know, at creating something, how could you ever create it? Or, and so I think it's a lot of times rooted in people, as you said, being afraid of being rejected and that failure is so closely related to rejection. I don't know if they're the same. I don't think they're the same, but if you, if someone doesn't understand your choices or you are not deemed successful, then what are you worth? Yeah, I guess this is where having Aries placements is nice. Yeah, it is. Like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck. You know, like, I'm like, okay. Like, I mean, I want to hold space for the fact that, like, anyone's feelings are valid. Like, when it comes to, like, divorce, for example, and I've heard this with lots of friends, you know, who are like, you know, like, my marriage failed or, like, I just feel like a failure. And I'm like, okay, but is the success of marriage truly defined as you stayed together forever? 
like, what are we defining success as? Like, Mm -hmm. that's so often what I come back to. And I'm like, why would you care more about what someone, maybe an imagined person, audience, society, whoever, thinks is successful versus your own definition? It's like, I don't know. I think it takes a lot more courage to be like, this isn't working than it is to just like, be miserable the rest of your life. Oh, I think that's way more successful. In Isn't my that opinion. success? Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. like, what are we defining as success? Like, just like grinning and bearing it or conforming? Yes, I do want that. I was like, what's the word? I swear, man, the pandemic. I can't <laughs> wait to get those IQ points back. I don't know how <laughs> it's going to happen, but eventually, maybe talking to other people this will help. <laughs> this helps. It does. I'm like, oh, man. I need to like figure out what words I want to string together. But yeah, like, is it conforming? Is it just like trying to sort of like have the appearance of being a fully fledged functioning adult? Like what, what is success? You know? And I think for me, a, a big, big teacher has been career, you know, and me having to constantly come back to when people are like, really, are you going to do that? Or I remember when I left TV, I had one friend who kept being like, cool, like, how's the tarot thing going? When are you going to get a real job? Like, and she didn't even know that she was being a jerk. Like, she didn't even get that that was like, not the coolest thing to be saying that. And I kept being like, I'm not like, this is my job now. This is what I do now. And she just like, it took her two years to really understand that. I think because she's so invested in like capitalistic measures of success. It's so much for her about like what you make and are you getting promoted? What, you know, like where do you fall in the corporate structure? Like, and that's fine. I don't, I mean, I've bought into that before too. Like, I don't, I don't think we always get a choice in what we value. If that's what you super care about by all means. But it was like interesting to me that me sort of being like, that's not my definition of success. I don't really feel great in my life right now. And this feels better was just like, like it, it just exploded her brain. Every time we had this conversation, I had to like remind her that we philosophically differed. Well, I think that something that you do a lot, which I really appreciate is look to the opposite. And I don't think a lot of people do that. And I don't think we're taught to do that. And I share that and often approach things like that you know, in life, but you, when people think of failure, I don't think a majority of people even think about success. Truly. I think they're so trained and I don't mean because we're not smart, but I think we're just, it's so ingrained in us to think about failure and fearing and being taught to fear failure that we don't even sit down to think about what a successful life even means to us, how we define that. So if you're, when I moved, I didn't get pushback from anybody or, but I know that, you know, a lot of my relationships ended right there. It's crazy to look back and not know that they were all ending a lot of them. But when I see Mm -hmm. myself leaving New York and see myself having drinks with people and I know that what they thought, which is no fault of their own and everybody lives their own way, that I was going on some, you know, little journey, cute, cute, and I'd be back in some capacity or I'd find my way back to 
a life they could understand. Mm. And I didn't. And even now, it's not that I live this wild, like in a van life, but I don't. So you're (laughs) very normal. Like, that's what's so funny. Like, you're so grounded. Do you think I'm normal? That's so. I mean, normal for like not, you know, but like (laughs) totally. I always tell people like I'm a weird person or like I'm a relatively normal person who does a weird job. I mean, I'm also weird, but I'm like, I don't think you're normal. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not normal, but like, I think you're similar of like, you still, you get up every morning, you have breakfast, you know, like, God, yeah, you're, you're not, course, right? you know, not pulling the van over and like heating <laughs> it on a stove, you know, like, you know, you like structure, you know, you've just decided on what those things look like. Like, you know, like that to me is like often what we're talking about. Like what is normal? You know, like when people are throwing this stuff around, like I know <laughs> it drives me crazy, but sometimes when we're doing stuff, I'll be like, well, what is it we mean by blah? And I'm like, this is like why it matters. Like, how are we defining these things? But I love that you do that. And it's really important. And even if momentarily, I just want to be like, I don't know, Anna, I just want to say something and get out. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I like, just want the newsletter to go out tomorrow like, morning. And with like, the fucking thoughts again, like, okay, <laughs> let's do this. Let's do this. But it's, it's really great. It's been really beneficial for me as a human being. And also, I, you know, because I need to slow down and I like to think about things a little in more depth than you challenge me, which I really appreciate. But I remember sitting at one of my oldest friend's houses and his dad is very traditional and like, you know, super, they have just this very kind of like normal structure of a family. And I'm sitting there with his family and one of his aunts was like very drunk and I was on my way to Morocco and she's like, you can't go there. I was like, well, why not? <laughs> and she's like, oh, yes. Yeah? You'd like, I'm like, what Muslims are there? Like, what are you about to say? Oh, and oh, yeah. And she was like really aggressive. And I was just like, okay, I'm not going to entertain you. And then his, you know, brother was. Oh, it must be nice to travel, you know. Oh, and, God, the must oh, yeah. be nicers. And, and then his dad was like, only did I make sense to him when my friend said, oh, yeah, Nina's doing this thing working with free people. He's like, that's a real brand. Oh, God. I was like, is oh, it? Yeah. First of all, I've worked for like more major companies than you have in your entire life, sir. And I'm 20, you know, eight or nine. So like, let's take a yeah, seat. Let's, real, let's show some quick. respect to your brand yeah, out there. Please <laughs> take a seat. Okay. <laughs> Allow me to introduce you to my resume. No, but it's just, yeah, it, my life is real. It's just because it doesn't make sense doesn't mean that I've succeeded or failed. But it's interesting because for a while, that's why I said my behavior maybe doesn't, you know, always match up with my belief. I found myself chasing not that, but trying to understand myself in content in like a different context because I'd only known, oh, I work here, I do that here and in my work life. And this was I'm flying free and I'm yeah, I'm teaching, but I don't, it's me. You know, it's not like I don't have a title to point to or I can be fucking banana hammock one day and intuitive guide the next day. I mean, I wasn't. But so I did notice people get really uncomfortable in my presence a lot just by living differently. And I don't think it was that they thought that I was doing anything wrong. 
But the fact that it was very obvious that I wasn't concerned with failure, I'm like, listen, it's not here, right? It's not working. Whatever I'm doing doesn't feel good anymore. So how much worse could it get? also wonder why when we don't understand something or we're like, you know, kind of like that sounds wacky, you know, or whatever, we assume people haven't done research or don't like, I mean, granted, a lot of people don't. I think a lot of people don't understand that Google exists and Google could be your best friend, everybody. Anna, if you're listening, that one's for you from me. (laughs) (laughs) It's very funny, but I find it really fascinating. I sent you, there's an artist I really like, Lord Cowboy, and I don't know if she says it Fusco, how, what, how she says her last name, and she moved to Mexico. Apparently, that's a theme. I wonder when I'll do it, and, you know, she wrote this thing and talked about how, like, much people, like, fear projected onto her is what she called it, which I really enjoyed. But she's like, they're doing it supposedly out of, like, care and concern or under the guise of that. But, like, where is that being demonstrated? And something I find so interesting is, like, when people are so afraid you're going to fail at, like, whatever you're saying you're doing. You know, like, I'm leaving this career. I'm leaving New York. I'm leaving, you know, whatever. Yeah, like, where is the care and concern? And mm. also, like, when did y'all become fucking experts? Like, it was in very interesting to me, all of the people who had, like, I don't know, I don't feel like they'd had particularly dynamic careers or whatever, all of a sudden were, like, experts in the tarot business, you know? And I was like, wow, I never knew this about you. It would have been cool if you had mentioned it when I started doing tarot that you were an expert in this field, (laughs) you know, like, who all of a sudden had so much to say about it. And that there's this, like, something, I guess, about, the like, the threat level, you know, level midnight or something about it that makes people immediately want to do power dynamics and be like, I'm more adult or I'm more together or I'm more successful because, like, what I do is more, like, easily understood or has a different structure or has more people attached to it or whatever. And it's like, you know, people get up every day and do, a, do millions of things unbeknownst to us mm-hmm. and pay their bills, keep a roof over their head, keep food in their bellies, raise children, you know, like there's a million different ways to live. Like that's always what I come back to, but it's like something about failure. And really, I think failure in our society has become like embarrassment. Like, don't put yourself out there and then be embarrassed because it didn't work. And I'm like, but then what, then how does anything get done? You know, like, it's just. And what happens if you're embarrassed? Yeah, like, so what? Do you die? I mean, I've definitely been a little embarrassed about things here and there. Of course, you know, like, I would never be like, I mean, even with Soul, I think I felt a little bit with friends, uh, like, you know, they were a little confused, some of them. And and well-intentioned, they weren't, no one was being a jerk, but they were like, you were so into it and now you're so not, we're just confused, you know? And I'm like, it's not that I'm not into it, I just want to redirect energy, you know? But I did think I felt a little bit, like, I didn't want them to think I had been disingenuous, you know, that I'm like, both of my feelings are true. 
you know, like they've just flip flopped. That's it. You know, like I was as into it as I was then. And I'm as not into it as I am now, you know, like, and I think that's hard stuff. I don't think we always know how to deal with that or how to meet it, you know? You know, I think I would have been really embarrassed, maybe not embarrassed, but definitely a little, I don't know. Like what the something. Word is. I don't yeah. even know what it is. Embarrassed isn't it. Embarrassed isn't it. It's just, I don't know. I can't point to it right now. But about soul, if I didn't know so deeply that, first of all, I failed a million times in work. Yes. And yep. also, and it's always led to things that are make me happier and more successful. Yep. And also that what we were doing really the intention is all that matters to me and it's all that has ever mattered to me. And when that became something that ran away from me and, or I let, you know, morph into something else, it couldn't be like, it just, it didn't work. So with how to be human, I think I would have felt lost is I was, I will say I would have felt lost if we didn't have something to channel that energy into. Yeah. Like the fact that we have the membership and I'm, we're creating stuff all the time is really, really, really just special to me. Like I have no, it feeds me in a way that I didn't expect it to when I even started this whole thing. But if I didn't, if it was just like hard stop kind of silence, I think I'd have a, a hard time reconciling that. And it's not like some consolation prize. It's just, it's an evolution. And I really understand that about it. And I think that's because I'm more mature and because I partner with you and we have been in such honest conversation about success and failure and, and trying things. And, you know, I want to do things all the time that you're like, whoa, whoa, slow down. And that has really helped me process things differently when it comes to work. And so I felt really confident about it. But again, and I I also don't, I just, who do I care about at the end of the day more than anything? You know, me and like my family. I don't, if somebody thinks that I failed, that doesn't really have anything to do with me. Have I had to remind myself of that over my lifetime? Yeah, obviously. But I can't like live that way. I can't live by that. Yeah, no, you can't. I die. No. Yeah. I mean, it would just be like paralyzing, you know, like I think that I think failure has always taken me to the next thing. And I think failure has always been like information. Mm -hmm. Like when I got to New York, like, oh my God, I was so sure of so many things. I mean, granted I was seven. No, I was 18. You moved there when you were 18. Yeah. Alone. Yeah. I know. I, my mom's like, I cried all the way home and I couldn't watch Law and Order anymore. And no, I was fuck like, oh. no. Fuck yeah. No. And then I was like, fair. The older I got and like you look at 18 year olds and you're just like, oh my God, I can't believe. Like that's where my mom is so weird that she was like, yeah, okay, I'll support this and I'll drop my child off. And her husband's died like two years prior, you know, oh, and she, like God. a lot of bravery. I don't give her credit for, you know. And a lot of freedom she gave me. But then on the other hand, when I was like, mom, I was in this person's senior seminar. They're not letting me in. And she's like, what do you want me to do? I'm like, call them, do something. I don't know. (laughs) 
no, that's not how it works. And a banana. Yeah, she was like, no, (laughs) bye-bye. You moved to New York when you're 18, figure it out. Yeah, she was like, well, that's how, this is how I'm going to parent this one. It seems to be, you know, seems to be the way to go. But I think, like, I was, you know, like, I knew it was, like, photography or bust, you know, art. I want to work at magazines. Da, 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 da. I was so sure. And it was like within seconds, I was like, yeah, I don't think I want to be a professional photographer. Kind of kills the love. I got my dream internship at Jane Magazine. I was like, yeah, I fucking hate magazines. You know, mm, like it was worst. like instant, you know. And I think that was also so helpful to me to be like, you know, sometimes like with friends, when they'll just be like, I just feel like such a failure. Or I failed or whatever. And I'm like, is not liking something failure? Like that's like, that's crazy to me. Like, I mean, most, I would say most of my friends are in therapy and it's like therapy is essentially like, you know, 50 minutes. Like you can't unpack everything in 50 minutes. Like you have to give yourself some breaks, you know? And I feel like, if you, if you didn't like it is now you're going to internalize that as failure. Like that's not helpful. That doesn't help you figure out what your next thing is. I was like, okay, this is information. I'm going to have to figure something else out, you know? And it was like, my just going, well, it's not that, you know, like I didn't really enjoy it, you know, because I don't, like part of why I always op, you know, like offer the opposite is because I know myself, I swing between extremes. So the only way for me to be balanced is to recognize both of those extremes, you know, and that helps me figure shit out or get information in, you know? And so I think for me, like I felt this pressure and I felt this like, I better not fail because like when I went to school, everyone was like art school, like good, like enjoy working at McDonald's. Like people were so, yeah. And just, and I was like, oh yeah, watch me. Yeah. Like I'll employ all of you one day. And then I divested from capitalism and cared a lot less, but I did feel that for a while, for sure. I would say my first two years of college, I was like, I better fucking figure something else, figure it out. Like, I don't want to fail. And then pretty quickly, I was like, I'm having the time of my life. I'm having, I mean, I've never worked as hard as I did when I went to Parsons. Like if you're thinking about going to art school or know someone who is, give them a lot of support. It's really fucking hard. They try to weed us out. You know, I started in a class of 200. I graduated with 60 kids because that's how many dropped out or failed out. You know, it was rigorous. And when I got to production, they're all like, you're going to work like you've never worked before in your life. You're never sleeping again. And pretty quickly, I was like, this is nothing. It's easier than art school was, you know, but I loved that. I loved having all this energy that I wanted to create and collaborate and having places to funnel it. And I think that helped me from a really young age start like I didn't know I was listening to my intuition, but that's essentially what it was. And I like that you said flow earlier, because that's what a lot of it was, that I learned to figure out when I was in flow versus when I was not. And I think Mm. most of us are so much more capable than we give ourselves credit for. And we get so hung up on like words and labels of like, I'm this, or I'm a science person or whatever. And it's like, these things can have a million different applications. And I think because because I was so 
ruled by how I felt that I would be like, yeah, I'm good at a lot. I'm interested in a lot, but how do I feel? And I always knew sort of the feeling I was chasing, you know, career-wise, that that's how, I think that's how I define success. Like, do I, am I really excited about it? Do I really love it? You know, and like, are there moments that make all of it seem worthwhile? Are there, you know, like, it really helped me get, I think, connected to like, what was my own criteria? I also think too, I interned a lot. I worked for a lot of people. I did a lot of cool stuff. I've gotten to meet a lot of big brands, all of that sort of stuff that I think like also too, when you tick a few boxes or you get a few experiences that other people like dream about and you're like, I don't want to be a jerk, but it's not that cool. Like being on the red carpet's actually really stressful and tedious. Like, oh my god, it's not oh, cool. And I get there, and I get that I have the privilege of saying it, that I've experienced it, you know. And I, you know, it's like when people are like, "Don't have a wedding," and you're like, "Well, you're only saying that because you had one," you know. Like some people, you know, like I mean. <laughs> My mom has had a few and she, you know, she's like, don't do it. And I'm like, you've done it like three times. No, I'm kidding. She's done it twice. You know, we've had a couple of fiances. We've only had two marriages. And so I, I, I get that. I recognize that, that like, I understand wanting to like do something fancy or that everyone talks about or whatever. What I don't understand is like saying that's the only way to be successful. That's the only way, but like, I do think it gave me some freedom that like when people were sort of like, oh, are you sure about that? I was like, listen, I've worked with a lot of fancy people and a lot of fancy shit and it didn't make me happy. You know, like this stuff does. So that's what I'm going with. And they're like, well, can't argue with you there. And it's like, yeah. So can like, can we move on? And you don't need that. It is obviously a great privilege that Anna, both Anna and I have had, you know, to do things like that. I remember being at a party at Fashion Week for Alexander Wang's party and my I was with my boss at the time and who was very close with him. And I knew that they were close and I've like been, you know, privy to many close conversations that they're having. And he totally snubbed her at the party. And mm. I don't want to make assumptions, but I will say that she does not fit the mold of, you know, a woman who works yeah. in fashion. And I think he was totally just didn't want to be like not around a thin, you know, model at that moment. And he was totally rude to her. And I remember sitting there with her and I could tell she was embarrassed and I was just like, this is not it. This yeah. is, And this woman had dedicated and still is there her entire life to this business. I mean, her health, her time, her, like she was an emotional roller coaster and she was the first one there, last one gone. And was a single mom, had our baby when she was 16. Like she was a fucking beast when it came to work. She yeah. is the one that discovered Ashley Graham, actually. Oh, wow. I was there when she came. They She brought these girls, these women into our office. And I was like, whatever she's doing right now is like different. And 
I love it. And so anyway, I just remember looking around and being like, what the fuck? Like, I just want to go home, you know? Yeah, cool. Like, it's smoke inside. That's really the only up, like, upside to this situation. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I, I think... I can smoke inside your party, Alex. But it's just... I've had a lot of time to think about failure in terms of friendship. And I know we've obviously done a friendship episode and I've had some requests to do like part two, three, four, five. But I saw a picture over the weekend of some of my friends from, you know, like high school and they were at a baby shower and I was invited, but I didn't go for various reasons. But, and I really love her, the woman whose baby shower it was, but I was looking at the picture and I was like, I have nothing in common with any of these people and that's okay. It's I didn't fail at anything, but I remember being in these rooms and feeling so uncomfortable with myself because I was not supposed to be there. And not that I wasn't supposed to be there ever. They were, you know, it was absolutely a season in my life and one that I wouldn't take back for anything. But was it meant to stay? Were they, did they understand me? No, like their worlds are, are very different and that's the way they want them to be. So my perception of it for so long was like, if I don't do it the way they're doing it, I'm failing. And I was thinking about an ex-boyfriend the other day, like, can you imagine if I fucking married this guy? Like, oh my God, like I'd be pretending to, you know, be someone different and I would be miserable and I would be like living in a suburb. And that's just not me. That doesn't mean there's anything wrong with that. It's just not me. And it's never been me. So is that a failure? Absolutely not. Because when I look at my life, there's obviously things I'm insecure about or would change or can't wait to improve upon, but I know that I feel successful, you know? Yeah. Why are you laughing? I'm just laughing. I can't wait to improve upon. I'm like, I'm on my way. I'm like, I'm just, I'm working on it. (laughs) So pumped to get that, you know, to get that. I have a list of my self-improvement projects. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I think that it's interesting how often when things are, you are no less like worthy than any of those people you know like or you're just as good as any of them but i find it so interesting when things are not a fit that we internalize it as a failure Mm -hmm. or that there's something wrong with us i was really i was working at a television network and i was i was struggling where i had been hired for like my technical knowledge and yet they were fighting me tooth and nail about it, you know? And I was just kind of like, I mean, it was almost as if an airline had hired me to build them planes. And then when I kept saying like, I need tools, we're like, "Mm, is there any way you could do it another way? And I'm like, guys, like, come on, you know, like we're a television network. Like this is, you have to care about technical shit. And they're like, not us, you know, I'm like, okay. And they were really, you know, people would be like, listen, Kevin feels like you're being a little bit negative lately. And, and I was like, cause I don't support his delusions, you know, of like how things are going to make it to air. Like I like sleeping at night. I don't love having anxiety, you know, like I'm not going to lie to these people. And then when it doesn't work, 
act surprised. You know, it's just like, <laughs> and like this is crazy. Like it just felt so crazy. And then they would be like, I can't believe you don't know PowerPoint. And I'm like, I can't believe we're discussing this as a television network. Like why is PowerPoint in this conversation? It, it was insane. Anyway, I was talking to a good friend of mine who's also in television and it was just like, Joe, like, I, you know, I'd like to succeed. I'd like to be the best at things I do. Da, 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 da. And like, I'm just getting clobbered here, you know? And I was really hung up on like right and wrong. I was like, they are wrong. Like, can't they see that I'm right? And like, can't they see what a gift I am? And she was like, she's Australian and she's like, just not a fit, mate. You know? And I was like, what? And she's like, you, you're just not a good fit for them. She's like, it's not that you're wrong or they're right or whatever. She's like, they're someone who they don't want problems. They just want you to, to nod your head and, and do, you know, like, she's like, they just want you to execute. They don't want your knowledge. They don't really want your expertise. Da, 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 da. She's like, they might have even hired you just to be a fall person. She's like, it's just not a fit for the way you like to work and what you value and the way they're acting. It's just not a fit. And I was like, could you write that down for me? <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know, we were like having dinner and I was like, I almost can't come back. To Did you ever like go to yoga class and probably not like knowing the way you are, but I'm like, I would make plans. And we would like go to a yoga class and then to like go have brunch after. And so often like with a really good class, like you didn't really feel like talking afterwards. Oh, and I was like all the time oh, this is a bad plan or like to go to like a sound bath and then let's get dinner after. It's like, no, you're stoned. Like you want to be in that zone. Like, you know, and I felt that way when she was like, it's just not a fit, you know, that I was like, I feel like you've just said something really profound and life-changing to me. And I need to like do that versus debating, do we get the frites, you know, with our muscles? Like, <laughs> yes, you do. Obviously. And bread. I'm <laughs> like all of it. I need all the broth. Thank you. Yeah. I need all yeah, the yeah. vehicles for getting the broth in my Come mouth. On. Nah. So I find that so often, like I will, I'm similar where I'll look at situations or I'll look at friend groups or I'll look at things or ex-boyfriends. Like I only have a few exes that I'm like, why didn't it work? Like I get that it didn't. I accept that much, but I'm like, curious like was it this with this was it this with that you know like I'm curious what the mix was you know that I'm like so often it's like it it is that simple of like it just didn't fit you know but as we start to wrap up like I would encourage anyone who's really hung up about failure to really flip it and ask yourself like how do you define success what is success to you? What would feel like a successful life or a successful career? Like, it's totally fine if you want everyone to know your name and you want all the fancy clients or whatever. Like, you're allowed to ask for and want whatever you want for yourself. But if you're really afraid of it all the time, like, it could be something else that you could support yourself differently. Or maybe, like, you're more afraid of, like, not fitting in. And, like, are you going to fit in where you've decided you want to or whatever like it could be something different that like could help you tend to yourself because I think it's like this fear of failure is so socially accepted and people are talking about it all the time but I don't know that that's what's always the issue you know so I would just if you if you think you have a fear of failure I would examine what does success mean to you number one
Yeah. I would also say back to the flow, you know, how do you feel? You know, I'm obviously big on embodiment. If you even think about the situations, and I'm not suggesting that you run from things that make you uncomfortable all the time, that's not growth. But I am suggesting that if you sit with, okay, so when I when I would think about going into that office, I would have anxiety, right? Because I didn't want to be around those people. And I didn't want, even though I really thought I wanted to be in that business, I never felt good there. I felt sick there, actually, even when I was doing my best work. So I had to eventually be really honest with myself about what my body was signaling to me day after day after day, right? Yeah. And when you're in the flow, you're en- you're often energized by what you're doing. And it's not saying you don't get tired, but right before we let soul go, it, I was so drained and I just was like, something has to shift. You know, I don't know what it is, but this isn't, this isn't an even exchange of energy. And it really has to be, I think for it to, f- in some, you know, not all the time, yeah. things will tip, the balance will tip. And I want to point out that you said energy, not money. I did say energy and money can be energy, you know, it is can, energy. But it's not and the only measure. Not the only measure. Absolutely not. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when I get off yeah. the, the, with Anna, when we stop recording, I feel like a pep in my step. You know, I go back into my house. I'm in a great mood. I'm like, I learned this. I, you know, released that. I don't think about how it's going to be received. I truly don't. And I'm not, not because I don't value every single one of you who are listening because I truly, truly do. But if I thought about how every single person or anybody was going to receive it, I wouldn't open my mouth. And yes, I would not open my mouth. I'd be terrified. I'd be like, Oh, did I say that wrong? Oh, did I offend somebody? Oh, did I? That's not flow. That's stagnation. That's being stuck in a box and nobody deserves to be. And you decide like where you want to roam and you decide what the landscape looks like and how you want to feel. But you know, you have the ability to do that. And I will always acknowledge our privilege because it's really important and we'll do it over and over again. Some people don't have as many options, right? That is the truth. So if you don't, if your options are limited, there are still ways you can express yourself with your free time. There's still relate, you choose your relationships, right? That's up to you. And turn your attention there, right? And just notice who drains you and doesn't have to be their bad, but again, might not be a good fit. Or you, if you leave a room feeling like shit, sit with that and ask yourself like, how do I want to feel after these types of interactions? How do I, what is like my highest goal or vision for myself? And then how can I take small steps to support that and to actually align myself with that instead of kind of remaining passive? Because a huge part of success is, you know, being disciplined and also acting and meeting the moment. We can't just expect things to fall into our laps, right? And and failure is about like, okay, that didn't work. So I'm going to rest and then I'm going to move on. And But it does require that action of actually picking yourself up and 
keep going, you know, to keep going. So yeah, that's what I would, I would add to that. Yeah. I think that that's, it's super important. And even in regards to privilege that like, even if you don't have a lot of options, like, or you feel really stuck, like you still are worthy and deserving of whatever feels like success to you, you know? Mm. And I would just say it could keep you more stuck by thinking it has to look a certain way of like, I make X, I get this, I get that. And it's like, we always, no matter how broke we are, cause I've been there, like we know how we want to feel. So if you can concentrate maybe on like, you know, a successful life to me would be less anxiety around money. Cool. Like hold that vision for yourself, you know, like that'll, that'll free stuff up. I think it just helps because then you can imagine different solutions. Like to Nina's point of like, you know, like if you just dwell in the failure, if you just worry about the failure all the time, it's like, you're just going to go in a circle. Whereas if you can try to sort of go like, yeah, what's that about? And what would that, you know, like push yourself a little bit. I also think you just find other options that you you're can like, see the possibilities. Yeah. You're just like, Oh, well, I really like this. And I know so-and-so's cousin does that. I wonder if I could talk to like, it just, you start finding stuff and I'm not saying like, Oh my God, listen to this and it'll change your life and you'll make lots of money. But I'm not, not saying it either. But I do think that sometimes just like, I'm sorry, I was just thinking like, this is really one long ad for Suze Orman. (laughs) (laughs) But if you can just put a little crack in there, you know, a little space to let you wiggle in, like it'll, it it will help you, you know? So yeah, you'll surprise yourself as well. I think with, you know, the expression, like the glasses are on your head, on top of your head. That happens to me all the time. Where even with recording stuff for How to Be Human for the membership, I'm I'm like, I can do this. Like I can do this. Oh my god! Of course I could do it all along, but I didn't. Yeah, I didn't see that possibility in the last thing. You know, here something opened up, and it only opened up because I let something go, and you let something go, and that's that's the only reason we're here doing this. Yeah. Yeah. So. Fuck failure. Just fuck failure. Fuck it. It's a myth. It's a myth. It's a lie. It's made up. (laughs) We love you all so much for, thank you for listening. If you would rate, subscribe and review would be really, really appreciative. Also shout out to someone who reviewed us. We (laughs) love, (laughs) we don't know. We don't know. I knew you wouldn't not be able to do it. Okay. We don't know you. We really appreciate your review. That was five stars, but by accident you gave us one. So <laughs> if you could just like go back in there and edit that, that'd be awesome. Or just leave a five star to counter it, maybe. I don't know. No, I counter think... it. It never goes away. And I'm not afraid of failing. I just want accuracy. There's a difference. <laughs> See, I think us being 4.9 now makes us look more legit versus. I know. I you're you're absolutely right. Everyone we know. Okay, so but maybe you I did us understand. a favor. Maybe you did us a favor. Maybe. You did us a favor. Thank you so much to, yes, that person for for teaching me a lesson. (laughs) Have a wonderful day, people. That's all for today's episode. If you're interested in submitting a topic or want to submit a question for our advice episode, please join our membership community at howtobehumanpod.com. 
Thanks for listening. And remember, we're guides, not gurus.